So I was in Toronto last week in a hotel, right? And I was watching uh, the Letterman show. Yeah. And it was like, it was okay. What really sucks? It was it was on a high def TV, right? But they didn't get high def signal. Yeah. And what's worse is they disabled the controls for me to fix the aspect ratio. So everything was like widescreen when I shouldn't have been widescreen, right? That's so the I, worst. everything was stretched, right? Yeah. So Kelly Ripa was on. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, I didn't. Like I, I, I don't know. I was like, yeah, that, that kind of looks like Kelly Ripa or whatever. But because it was stretched, I was kind of like, oh, maybe it's not or whatever, right? That's how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was kind of questioning myself because the thing is, I saw her arms, right? Yeah. And her arms are like, like huge. Well, right. Okay. So they're thought, huge to begin with. Well, man. that's the thing. I didn't know that, right? I was like, I was like, okay, that can't be Kelly Ripa. There's no way she's no. that ripped or whatever, right? She is though. She's one of those. She's crazy. She's one of those. Uh, yeah, she's one of those women that are. I know, like, and then, and then, like, coincidentally enough, like, to verify my, 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 avert, what's the word? I don't know. Hypotheses. Theory. Yeah, exactly. To verify that, uh, the Tide commercial came on. You know, one where she, like, snags the, like, tablecloth underneath all the stuff like that? Yeah. I was like, that's Kelly Ripa. And she's completely ripped. You you haven't noticed that? I've never noticed that. That's like a year old commercial. Really? Well, yeah, but I mean, her arms are huge. Yeah. Anyways, okay. welcome to the EGC <laughs> Podcast, episode 12 for August 14th. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting next to me, as always, is... Aaron Zdenker. All right, so it is a wonderful Thursday. I love the weather. It's cooling down. You know, summer's ending, which is <laughs> sick. I like I like cool weather. Uh. So. so, okay, so um, it, it's a wonderful Thursday, and we've got a lot of news to get through. And obviously, I've covered my first bit about Kelly Ripa being ripped. Yeah. That was on my agenda. Okay. Um, so, do you got anything? Uh, yeah, actually... Um, I think I think it's gonna be like an Olympics oriented like sure. thing, thing for me because I think pretty much every I, I every could, everything I'm gonna say is, is Olympic related. Is Olympics related? I could, I could I could dig that. I could put in some Olympics. Um, stuff too. but let's uh, start with something that's not. So you know, and then we'll move on to the Olympic stuff. Okay. And I know I already told you this, so it's not as, as exciting to hear about it. But uh, yeah, I guess in an effort to make some money. Cineplex theaters. Nice. They uh, they're apparently you know when they're not playing movies, they're gonna rent it out now to uh, video gamers. So you can now play uh, Xbox whatever on a huge screen for it's like a hundred and like seventy dollars or something for uh, up to twelve people. So uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're uh, doing now. And uh, you can play Rock Band or Guitar Hero. And uh, yeah, like I'm you know I'm not gonna do that. If uh, you want, you can even throw on a Guillemot CD and listen to that in the yeah, big screen, big theater. Yeah, I guess. If you want to waste your hundred seventy nine dollars <laughs> to do that, I'm curious though to see how how this is gonna be set up. You know, it's, yeah, it's uh, like well, one theater, right? So how do how do the twelve people work? You know. Because they just fill up, the, they just sit like in as far possible spots <laughs> as possible. But I gotta think though, I gotta think like, because they have digital projectors now, right? Yeah. Which oh, digital projectors always lend themselves nicely to digital signals, right? Yeah, that's right. So I'm thinking it might actually look pretty decent. So right? no, but when I, like because you can only you know most games is only four people on one screen at a time. Oh yeah. So what, are are they gonna let you like? Go into four different rooms? No, no, no. I think what it is is like twelve people for one Xbox. Three different rooms. Sorry. <laughs> good math good math no what i think i think it's just gonna kind of rip you off is that you go with 12 people but you just kind of switch it's kind of like a party room basically oh, okay, right yeah. you can switch off and right because i'm guessing they're assuming that those four people won't play for two hours right. straight but they don't know the real gamers yeah we totally need to do that yeah i i don't know 179 bucks is steep <laughs> we can find 12 people we should only do it with four people though really to get our money's worth we should do it with four people not with 12. four okay i guess it's reasonable How but i guess i guess do you think we would play for two hours straight though well, that's the thing. It'd be almost be like you could almost find okay. I mean, how about like eight people? 
Yeah, it would be fun. You know, then you can almost find that many people to just try it out for, you know, because it's not it's not really going there to like, you know, really play games per se. It's to play games on a huge freaking screen. Is Cineplex just Canadian or are they This is only happening in Canada. Okay. And, and only the select theaters that are that are not doing well. Is that like, why? Because they're losing money? Yeah. Oh, like wow. just like shit theaters that nobody goes to. Yeah, like yeah. apparently there's a theater out in Barhaven. Barhaven. Yeah, which is a <laughs> suburb, I guess, of Ottawa. Yeah. That yeah. Cool. No one goes to, so yeah. Not too bad. All right, I want to start off uh, with some uh, Olympic stuff that's kind of been annoying me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. I think you have because I was like ranting and raving about it and how stupid it is. Probably. But I think in an effort to kind of boost, I don't know which one. I don't know if it was to boost advertisement for the Olympics because the Olympics is pretty big. I don't know how much advertisement you need for the Olympics. Yeah. Or if it's more or less to boost uh, hype for The Mummy. Uh, oh, curse okay. of the tomb or whatever it's yeah. called. But you're not the only one that I've heard that has. Have you seen this? this? Is absolutely retarded. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, NBC or Universal, their parent company, um, started advertising the Mummy and the Olympics in one trailer. So it starts off like um, this summer, right? Like for the Mummy, and yeah. then two seconds later in China, yeah. And then they'll have all these like Mummy, like they'll have the big battles, yeah. and then like using clever or not so clever computer no. techniques they uh a track runner bursts out of the you know army and it's, starts running and it's it's like it's yeah. the st- i can't understand i just i can't i can't <laughs> i can't fathom it like why they would do that it's it like looks, it looks so stupid it, it's just ter- okay granted the special effects are kind of cool did this did this movie but it's just it's it's like the mummy Beijing I'm, 2008. Like, it, I'm assuming this movie sucked, right? Just because of that. Yeah. And it's not doing so well. In the box well, this office, is, I think that this is before it even came out, though. I think. Well, that's no. I I I know that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I haven't really heard much about this movie, but I I think it's it's it looks like a terrible movie. I just that it was like when I saw the ad, I was yeah. like, this is you got to be joking. This is the yeah. stu- It's like something they would do on Conan O'Brien, or like that, <laughs> you know, where it'd be like really fake, but it was like a real yeah. thing. But they probably spent decent amount of money like animating that the, stuff. Advertising getting advertising just getting stupid. Oh like, man! Yeah. So that's that's my Olympic news, and and that's really pissed me <laughs> off. Olympic news. All right. Olympic well, update. I, Olympic update. I got with Aaron Sedanker. Well, there's there, there's more though. I haven't even said anything about the Olympics yet. Okay. Have, have you heard like you've heard of uh, some of like the the fake stuff that has been going like you know the opening ceremonies. Some of the fake stuff you've heard of. The, like, I heard about the lip the lip syncing. Yeah, the and it's terrible too. The, the little okay, there's a little girl that yeah. they got to sing some song. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently there was a, there was a competition held all across China f- to find a little girl to sing it, right? Yep. So they found a girl to sing, right? Great voice and everything. Yeah. But apparently she wasn't cute enough. She was too ugly. That's what I heard. <laughs> so yeah, th- they, they got, just got her to record it and then they put on some other pretty face. So. Yeah. Just, just how the rest I of saw the that, works. I saw but, that actually on John, uh, John Stewart yeah. last night. So, uh, this is ruining really the opening ceremonies. Everyone who saw it thought it was so great. But another thing about the opening ceremonies that was completely fake was uh, they they had this huge fireworks sequence. Yeah. And it was insane, right? Like, insane amount of fireworks. Yeah. I'm like... This, this is well, they per- did. They did invent the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just it was just insane. I, I've never seen that many fireworks being blown off at the same time. But right. there was one sequence where it was supposed to be as if like fireworks, fire, and they were originally actually going to do this. It's supposed to be fireworks, and it, to make it show almost like a, like giant footprints going towards the stadium. Yeah. Right. So when these sequence of fireworks 
uh, lit up, it'd be like a footprint, right? So it's only get closer to the stadium. Right. And when you saw it, it looked pretty real. You know, yeah. it's like, wow, this is crazy. They actually lit it. Because they'd start from one end of the city to the other. Right. Right. And then they realized, you know, it's not safe. People would die. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, the environment be, would be screwed up even more than it is in China <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. So anyways, they didn't do it, but it was CG. And they, they didn't tell anyone. It was CG. This only came out after the opening ceremony. So they CG'd what? fireworks. Yeah, you haven't heard of this? Okay, now, first of all, I didn't see the, the opening ceremonies, yeah. regretfully. This was, and that was possibly the best part. But, of, okay, yeah. well, but wouldn't word get out from the people who are actually there versus the people at home? No, that's that's what happened after. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, that's ridiculous. Did it look real? It looked completely real. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's completely CG. Real time CG too, like right. That's impressive though. That's in real time CG. That's because, impressive in itself. But yeah. Wow. That's like, crazy. Yeah. So, um, and uh, last little tidbit on that. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, they had they had they had a crap load of projectors all over the stadium, you know, displaying stuff in opening ceremonies, and uh, you know, kind of funny. Do you know what a blue screen of death is? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the nerds, for out the there. nerds out there. Anyways, it's it, when Windows crashes, it comes up. Anyways. It one of the projector screens it came up so there, it's all over the internet now you can okay, look I'm it up blue. Blue, blue screen of death at the Olympics. You know what I'm really mad about? And I know you're probably gonna bring this up. Yeah. Um, I'm mad they took down these videos of something that was horrendously gross that I wouldn't want to see, <laughs> but at the same time I really really want to see. But you know, it's not a. You got my email there, right? so why don't you tell the people what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. So Hungarian weightlifter. Um, it, it, oh this is pretty God. brutal. Anyways, he was uh, going to lift a weight. You know. Because he's a weightlifter, and uh, I forget what what ex- event it is called exactly, but it's just they lifted they lifted above their heads, starting in like a crouched position. Yeah. And so he went to lift lift it up, and it just went horribly wrong. Man. And he uh, he got a little off balance, and uh, yeah, the weight just crushed his elbow. His elbow just popped out. I love like, the headline. The headline was like it was insane. What was the headline? He, he moved his elbow. From forward to backwards, yeah, yeah. He bent it the other way, and the pictures are really gross. I know. I love the captions on the picture here. Clearly, one of the one of the captions is like, "Clearly, his elbow is not right in this one." What's amazing (laughs) is that usually. What's amazing is that usually things like that, right? It's like they're like really crappy videos that someone happened to get on their digital camera, or like that Toronto explosion, right? It's crappy camera stuff. This is like really nice professional pictures of someone completely throwing their elbow the wrong way. We need to find the video video? because the video was just, because, you know, it was the commentators and they're just commentating and then the commentators literally freaked out. Yeah. Like, and the the worst thing is they kept showing the replay in slow motion and the commentators were like, stop, stop it. That's so gross. See, this this, this is the one aspect though I hate about the Olympics and I hate about sports in general actually yeah. is that I mean a oh, lot a lot of these athletes like train like crazy right yeah. and, it's, and it's their lives in this dream and obviously the Olympic moments are amazing when they do win right yeah. but I hate when I like because yesterday I was watching the gymnastics or whatever and I think it's some guy from Germany and he was just really mad about his jump or whatever yeah. and you could just see like how crushed he was oh yeah and like how like how emotional again it's it's, like, it's well that's what the olympics is really about and like i feel so bad for them right because i yeah. mean they basically train like all their lives for like a three second jump and then they're, and then when they screw it up oh, yeah. they feel so bad about it and, and yeah. I, I hate that because i mean they're still really good athletes oh yeah but people will be like you know well if they're like come up fourth or something that means they're the fourth best yeah, in the like world brown yesterday yeah by a tenth of a second like yeah like, fourth, we're, fourth we're all like mad and then but i mean <laughs> Apparently Canada's already shattered like twenty Canadian records, so yeah. they're already improving. But we're all disappointed because they're not bringing home any yeah, medals, right? Exactly. And I mean, they're I mean they're pretty amazing to get there in the first place, right? Yeah. And it's like I don't know. It's just 
I mean, I, I like the Olympics. And I like watching it. But when I see like, and especially that guy who his elbow popped out of his socket. Yeah. I mean, not only is he emotionally crushed, but he's phys- his elbow's physically yeah. messed up so, as hell. Right. So who knows like how long, if ever, it's gonna take him to get back. Yeah. Like that's that, ca- that's so. gotta be literally the most shattering life is. Oh, <laughs> literally the most shattering moment of his life. <laughs> yeah, no. Nice. But I want to say the video wasn't taken off because of any any graphic, like you know, was it just copyright it issues? Yeah, yeah. So that's why you can't actually go and like find too many highlights of the Olympics. So again, usual crap. Friggin' copyright <laughs> issues. Yeah. So wow. So what an Olympics it has been. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's take a little break from the Olympics, though. Yep. Um. So Mike Schmidt was an artist that I got into. Uh, I don't know if I'm revealing too much about myself in a, here in a second. Well, I already I already revealed all the loofah crap about me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's anything. That <laughs> anything there's that. nothing that's going to talk about. No. So I discovered Mike Schmidt when I was obsessively watching my uh, Felicity DVDs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that just passed the loofah bit. Yeah. So um, what happened was uh, the thing with Felicity and actually a lot of shows back then is that they always, they always got rights to music for the show. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. when it got to DVD, they didn't sign the rights for that. So they yep. had to find all this new music. And what's amazing, though, is the producers still found some really, really good music. Yep. Uh, one example is Mike Schmidt. He had a song called Born Yesterday on the soundtrack. And I was like, wow, this is a really great song. It's, it's kind of weird because he, he's got this like... He's almost got this like Peter Gabriel style production, so it almost sounds like a little retro, like like right. '80s style production. Yeah. But he's like a modern singer. Like he's he's he released his first album in the last couple of years or something like that. Cool. Now, what's really cool about Mike Schmidt is that, uh, well, first of all, when you go onto his website, right, and you want to email him, yeah. he first asks you like your music taste and stuff like that. <laughs> so I wrote down the frames, and I can't remember <laughs> who else. And then he wrote back, he's like, "Oh, anybody who's who likes the frames is a friend nice. of mine, right?" Nice. And what's really, really gracious of Mike is that he's given us his latest single. Oh, okay. That's so, awesome. So it's almost like we're like a radio station and yeah. the, we get to play the r- right. brand new single from That's Mike right. Schmidt, right? So uh, <laughs> All five of you heard it first here. <laughs> yes, exactly. On the UTC <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, Today I'm Okay by Mike Schmidt. Next 
day, I'm okay. Tonight, I'm alright. Won't be drowning in my sorrows. Cause tonight, I'm alright. That was Today I'm Okay by Mike Schmid, and he has a new album coming out August 19th, Nice. which, again, our timing is impeccable, as <laughs> yeah. always, on the EDC podcast. Yeah. Um, and he's got a show in the Los Angeles area at the uh, Genghis Cohen uh, restaurant. That's September 6th. Uh, the show starts at 8.30. He's going to be playing songs from his new album, The House We Built, uh, at that place, September 6th. So nice. check that out if you're in the Los Angeles area. And I, if wish, you're, if I wish there was people in Los if Angeles. If you're in the Los <laughs> Angeles area listening, email us, us. Uh, yeah. podcast.etc at gmail.com. Uh, or go to our website and post some comments, the etcpodcast.blogspot.com. Because it would be amazing if we had some listeners in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure Mike will listen to it, and that would be it. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, his, his new album, check it out. Uh, again, his song Born Yesterday, which we'll be playing a couple episodes down the road from now, uh, is an amazing song. So definitely check him out. And he, from his email, it seems like a super chill guy. So thanks, Mike Schmidt, for doing that yep. for us. We are eternally grateful. All right, let's 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 do some news. Let's, let's get <laughs> on to this. I got some uh, car news. Our, is, our like podcast has just become a news show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there's, no, there's no real discussion or randomness or yeah. anything like that. Um, but Aston Martin, yeah. we all know, is like the most, has the most beautiful designers in its house. Well, like, that one uh, guy, basically. Y- yeah. What's his name? Ian something? Or is that the Yeah, the I, I don't guy? think he's beautiful. He's, he's beautiful, I'm sure. <laughs> o- only someone... Only someone who's beautiful could come up with designs that beautiful. Yeah, or maybe exactly. only somebody who's so ugly, yeah, yeah. but beautiful on exactly. the inside could exude that through cars. Exactly. So he designed the DB9, the Vantage. Yeah. But now, in all fairness, they're all the exact same looking car. Yeah, that's fine. Though. So it's not like he designed three really nice looking cars. He designed no. one look- nice looking car. They yeah. kind of beefed it up a little. Anyways, Aston Martin has a brand new car coming out. Okay. Seven figures. In pounds to buy uh, it. What? It's a million pounds to buy this car. Okay. It's called the Aston Martin One Seven Seven. Yeah. Only seventy seven are being made. Oh, okay. And that's all I know about it. <laughs> There's some teaser pictures. It um, was. Uh, I think it's one of these. Uh, it's probably just they just. It's one of those cars where they just make it so that they can go racing. Crazy. Yeah. No, no, because it's you know for a lot of types of racing you have to make a certain amount of th- that car for you to race. Oh, I've never known that. So. You, there's a lot of companies like this that build these cars. They only build like a limited amount just so that they, they just build a bare minimum so that they can race it. So they basically build a race car and then just build a certain amount of them so that, you know, so they don't really care if they sell really? them. 
you know, and that's why it's so expensive. I don't know. It's though, probably a race car. This seems though more like along the lines of almost like a Carrera GT, where it's like they build it just to prove that they can build a really sick car. Okay. Do you know what that is? It a race car? No, what's that? It could be a race car though. I have no like idea. It, yeah. From the initial pictures, it almost looks like a, a nicer DBS, which I don't know if that's possible because the DBS yeah. is probably the most gorgeous car in the world. Okay. Yeah. But uh, they, they just had some teaser pictures right. online. It, any Aston Martin though, I'm gonna get excited about now, especially considering they haven't really had a new car since yeah. the like the redesigned DB9, right? <laughs> so I guess the DB9 uh, before it was redesigned was called the DB7. Yep. So we just lost half our listeners there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so check this out, Dutch. What is uh, Dutch Germany? Uh, what are you talking about? Deutschland. Deutsch. If I were like, if I were to say like I bought a pair of Dutch shoes, would that be Netherlands? Germany? Netherlands. Yeah. Which is now called what? The Netherlands. <laughs> No, there's some another name for it, isn't there? Like what? Her. Anyways, Holland. I, Holland. That's it. Or was Holland the old name? I don't know. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Dutch. Okay, this is pretty cool. Uh, in 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 a in this constant evolving world to save the environment, right? Yeah. They've invented. Uh, I don't know if they invented, but they're gonna implement uh, Dutch or Dutch. They're gonna because uh, well, okay. it's Dutch. Yeah. It's uh, air purifying concrete. Okay. So they're going to line their streets with like this concrete that basically pulls nitrates out of the air. Okay. And kind of like just solidifies it to a harmless solid. Okay. Right. Like, that's pretty good. I, I guess so. I, I, I don't know. I, I like Is this going to work? I like these things that you don't really have to change your lifestyle, just the government. Yeah, no. It does, right? Okay. It's just yeah. like, did you hear about this dance floor that <laughs> generates electricity? No. Like there's some clubs in Europe that what they're implementing is that there's this like dance floor, okay? Yeah. And then underneath the dance floor, there's like these springs and generators. Uh, so when people dance on it, it bounces ever so slightly, but you don't notice it. Okay. And that energy That's goes to power the club. Interesting idea. Interesting. So you like that better than the concrete? You don't. You didn't seem so convinced on the concrete. <laughs> well, I just, I, I have to read up on it. I just, I just don't know how great it, that'll, that'll work, but... Well, it's uh, every little bit counts. If they're gonna and and the problem is, it's probably gonna be a lot more expensive than normal concrete. So I don't know if how much they're actually gonna use. Yeah. If they if if if, if it did, catches on like a lot, then it probably makes a big difference. If we but. actually did some research on this podcast, I'd be able to tell you that. Exactly. No, that's not what we do. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um. Let's see. I guess move on to my factor. Just my ah yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's been two weeks since we recorded. Yeah. I don't even know if you had one last week. Uh, and, and, I, I don't even know like either. out of commission for like uh, two months. Let's be honest. Yeah. Ever since season two started. Yeah. But Aaron is back. Okay. With his random fact of the day. All right. Uh, Michael Phelps. Okay. Okay. Do I already guy, know? This? Do I already know this from maybe, your MSN name? Yeah. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> but, but the rest but, of the world doesn't. But I, I'll go further because there's probably stuff you you, I, you don't know. Um. So you know he's gonna win like eleven to hundred like gold medals and stuff. <laughs> yes right that's, okay so that's, that's the so everyone number. knows he's he's like you know on another level in terms of like you know his performances and and whatever right? yeah like he's, he's alien he's alien basically yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure he is and this this proves it further um so not only is he on another level in terms of like you know how much he's he's winning and his performances in the in the pool but um this almost sounds unbelievable okay this is how crazy of an athlete he is okay his diet yeah, in a day he consumes about twelve thousand calories. Twelve thousand calories, and yeah, that's that's true. That's twelve thousand calories. I was just okay. thinking about that though. Yeah, how much? Say how many calories are say like in a Big Mac? Mm, I think it's under a thousand. Eight hundred, maybe. Eight hundred. Okay, maybe a little less actually. Yeah. So twelve or like four fifteen Big Macs, sixteen Big Macs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what, what is that? That's like uh, yeah. That's almost like what? Like five Big Macs a meal. Yeah. 
ah, I think we could do it. No, yeah, and then we'll <laughs> die. Uh, and this is like this is on another level in terms of just even athletes because like. Uh, if you compare it to apparently Tour de France yeah. like participants, which are you know they're pretty high on the scale of how much energy they need, mm-hmm. they're only about eight eight to ten thousand calories a day. So Michael Phelps is twelve thousand calories. Michael Phelps is pro- probably the, the most fit person in the world. That's the craziest part, yeah. Because eh? he, co- he consumes twelve thousand, but he's still like cut as hell. No, right? this guy like it's it's ridiculous. And and I found I found a breakdown of of his meals in a day. Oh, nice. Okay, and I'm gonna read this out. This and is this good. Is insane. This, I, I'm I'm, I'm okay. very interested in this. Here we go. Breakfast, okay? And this is not a choice. He eats all of this, okay? <laughs> okay? Breakfast. Three fried egg sandwiches loaded with cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, fried onions, and mayonnaise. Two cups of coffee. One five-egg omelet. One bowl of grits. Five-egg omelet? Yeah. Three, <laughs> three slices of French toast with powdered sugar and three chocolate chip pancakes. Oh okay, this guy is insane. Okay, so that's oh, breakfast. Man. Okay, let's move on to lunch. One pound of enriched pasta. Two large ham and cheese sandwiches with mayo on white bread and energy drinks, okay? And dinner, another pound of pasta, an entire pizza, <laughs> yeah, okay, and a lot of energy drinks. Holy wow. So that totals up to 12,000 calories. See, now that, now that, yeah. that like sounds, the, the description of all the food yeah. is, sounds a lot bigger than, than the number 12,000 calories. Well, well, That's yes and crazy. no. <laughs> and I love how it's like he's eating anything he wants. Like That's they interviewed him, and he, he says like he basically eats anything he wants. Like he tries to get like every single food group in there, yeah. but he just stuffs his mouth with That's just like so crazy. And like this is insane that he can he burns that much, you know. Yeah. But I mean, when you're training, he trains five hours a day, six days a week. You know, and just intense, intense, and like he's probably the most fit like person in the entire world. That's so crazy. It's man. it's really crazy. So yeah, that's. Uh that's what he eats. All right, so if you if you if you eat more than Michael Phelps, please email us at podcast.etc at gmail. Can you imagine? Like, I don't think I could even physically put, like put that much food in my. Like, I know that's insane. Well, remember when we ate the tremendous twelve at Perkins? <laughs> even that we had trouble, you know. And yeah, that's that's, like that's nothing. And and this really like I've always had I've always thought this for a long time. And this is kind of proof that you know it's. You know, you can diet all you want, but yeah. exercise trumps any dieting. Yes. You know, for because sure. like this just proves it right here that for sure. you, you know, it's this guy, he doesn't care what he eats, but like, you know, he just, his body goes through that much energy in it, a day that it definitely plays a factor, yeah. but you're right. If you have a strict training regimen. Yeah. I mean, like you, I'd rec- yeah. like, you know, I, I don't really know much stuff about this, but I recommend everyone, everyone, if they're considering a diet, don't do that. Just like exercise a little bit instead. You well, know, I mean, I lost it's a good, the weight by changing little things in my diet, but I didn't yeah, change my it's diet good to have drastically. A good balance, right? Yeah, so, exactly. but you know, I I don't think uh, this this just proves I was I was always always cynical of diets, and this kind of like proves it right there. <laughs> well, <so>. we'll see. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back in about five seconds. All right, welcome back to this Olympic-ridden episode of uh, the ETC podcast. <laughs> my name is Casey Lee, and and sitting next to me, as always, is Aaron. I almost messed up my model there. Yeah. I almost said your name. I, I was thinking, like, because they already uh-huh. heard yeah. heard you. So, um, all right. So, uh, something pretty exciting has happened. Russell Crowe and Did you throw a phone at somebody again. <laughs> no, no. Russell Crowe and Leonardo DiCaprio are in a movie together. Okay. That, I mean, that, Did I, this happen already? Have they not been in a movie together? I don't think so. No? Okay. Like, know. Russell Crowe is probably one of my favorite actors in recent memory. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio has become one of my favorite actors in recent memory. Oh, definitely, memory. yeah. And now they're together. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing I don't know so much is, how good of a director is Ridley Scott? 
I, I'm really st- good. Is he really good? Yeah. But is he more like you pop- should know this though? Is he more like popcorn candy good though, or is he no. actually like? How do you not know this though? Well, because I haven't really. I've seen Gladiator. Yeah. Okay, but eh, I was like, I the DVD skipped, and I kind of ruined my experience with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he 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 makes a particular type of movie, but I mean, and I've never seen Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah, and no, which apparently is like one of his best. He's movies. he's no, he. I mean, he he's an amazing director. Something like I don't know. I'm trying to think of what movies he's made, and all I can come back to is like you know Gladiator, yeah, Black Hawk Down, the original Alien, but like. Like Gladiator, though, is kind of popcorn candy good, though, isn't it? E- yeah, it and, is, but and, it's more so than it's. It's probably his most kind of like you know, like movie like that. Yeah, you know. But Black Hawk Down was did a little he, less so. Did he do Alien, the first Alien? Yeah, I can't remember it. Yeah, I'm surprised you can. Well, I've watched. You're it. like 14 years younger than me, so no. But I've watched <laughs> it like recently, yeah, so yeah. it that was a great movie. Um, what else? He's done. He's done quite a lot of stuff. He's a good yeah. director. Yeah. Well, I, I know a lot of Tony Scott's work. Yeah. And I like him, but again, he's more popcorn candy. To- like, Tony, Tony Scott, Scott's way more popcorn candy you, than. Oh, than really definitely, Scott, yeah. definitely, yeah. So, so they're in a movie together. Anyway, it's called Body of Lies. It opens October 10th. It looks pretty decent. It's like kind of CIA. The next movie I really want to see is the new uh, Coen Brothers. Coen. Oh my god. Yeah. That, that looks, that so, looks pretty damn good. I, I, I'm going to see that. What's it called again? Something Burn After Reading. Burn After I think, Reading. I think yeah. so, yeah. That opens, uh, I have no idea, so go check that out. <laughs> and the, uh, I haven't, do you know when the, the uh, Terry Gilliam's latest film, the one that Heath Ledger was was in? No news on that. Do you know? Okay, because like, have you, have you heard the cast of that? No. It's pretty ridiculous. I can't really think of it off the top of my head, but it's a really ridiculous cast. You, you know what I'm pretty proud of about this podcast? Oh, I got Ridley Scott did Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, Which he, I still haven't seen. He, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got to see it. You know what I'm pretty proud of about this podcast, though? Yeah. We somehow managed to host a entertainment podcast uh-huh. and go through the entire summer without yeah. reviewing The Dark Knight. And... Did we not do that? I don't, I thought, I don't I, think we should do it now. We're running uh, out of time. We have so much other news to get did through. Did we not? And it's so, it's so old news. We didn't... Re- no. We didn't really review it. Always, we said we said things leading up to it, and then we kind of left it. All right, and they're like, yeah. Okay, here's a preview. <laughs> here's a preview yeah. of our full review. It's to come. totally awesome. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so I have, believe it or not, yeah, a random fact of the day. Whoa, this is weird. I'm usurping your throne for a little bit. Black hole just opened up somewhere. Okay, so me and Aaron are from the humble town of Pembroke, Ontario. Yeah. Population fourteen thousand five. Yeah. Um. So. Check this out. For golfers out there, you, you kind of play golf, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to call it. So, okay, um, you know the term mulligan? Yeah. Like, you know how it means to retake a shot or whatever? Right. Uh, our buddy Richard from work told me, because he was watching this documentary on Pembroke. Apparently, I was on TV. That term came from Pembroke. No way. Isn't that crazy? That's no. an internationally used term, and it came from Pembroke, What do you Ontario. mean it came from Pembroke? I don't know. There's some guy named Mulligan or something like that. No. And then, like, to take a mulligan meant, like, like to do whatever that Are guy did. Are you serious? Did. Yeah. Well, that's what he told me. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't, I didn't research it any, fo- any, any more Great. fully than that. But he told me that that term came from... from. I mean, there are all these other facts that he told me that I knew were true. Like, yeah. like we had the first um, street lights in Canada. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lake Street and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, Mulligan came that's, from uh, Pembroke. All right. That if that's true, that's kind of crazy. That's crazy. Nice fact. Nice. And I also have my YouTube video of the day, 
which I'm only oh. doing once. It's, it's it's not it's not something we're doing regularly. I think we I wanted th- to do it regularly. I, yeah, but, but screw it. Yeah. Um. So Aaron showed me the Toronto explosion video, <laughs> and for our American listeners in LA uh, who don't know, there was a gigantic propane explosion in yeah. Toronto, uh, and a lot of people got on video. Anyways, yeah. this is one video, and I believe if you Google Toronto explosion from my angle, it starts with this Asian dude in glasses. Yeah. Um, man, it's like Cloverfield real time. But it's all these guys gathering I, for the uh, 08, 08, 08 party. Yeah. And they're all it was, partying it was that. for It was for the 888 YouTube yeah. convention, which which is awesome. I wish I knew about that. <laughs> I, I didn't even, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the There's a YouTube uh, convention in Toronto and they held it on 888. Oh. Yeah. You didn't know about that? No. Well, uh, why weren't, why wasn't the ETC podcast there? I, I know, but... Uh, I got I to gotta kind of tell you, what, and maybe you already know this, but uh, that video is fake. Come on. Yeah. Well, they just they just took footage from like other videos and... What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very disappointed. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. I, I kind of looked into it and it's there's very strong You evidence. totally just destroyed I know. my last minute of talking. Santa Claus is not real. Oh, man. Yeah. What a horrible <laughs> podcast this was. So, Episode 12. <laughs> Man. We can still we can Unlucky still show the, we can still show the original explosion footage. It's pretty. Yeah. We can link to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. We're we're coming to a close here on on episode twelve of DC, ETC podcast for August fourteenth, two thousand eight. But there are a couple of things I really want to mention, and I've been wanting to mention this for a little while, but it's just we've been off off for a long time. Um, there are two musicians that everyone has to check out. Okay. The first guy is named Yuto Mizawa. I like that. He uh, he was on Conan O'Brien the other night. And um, he uh, he is a guitar god. Okay, he's just like, like so amazing, right? Yeah. Just just a really amazing thing. And he's Japanese, which is kind of rare. You know, you, you don't see that many Asian <laughs> guitarists, right? There's actually quite a lot, but you don't see them that much. I, you right? don't see them. You don't them, think yeah. they can rock out, right? Japan they can, they can. Japan has a lot of uh, these like these. There's there was a I don't know when it happened exactly. Maybe the 80s or something. There was yeah. like a hardcore guitar movement like, oh really like kind of like <laughs> hardcore guitar well, movement I don't know how else to describe like you know kind of like Satriani there's like a civil, think, there's like a civil war going on in America but yeah. over in Japan there's exactly. a hardcore guitar movement yeah so I don't know it was probably 80s I think it was around Satriani when Satriani first kind of like became big yeah and uh, because he used to tour there a lot, and all that's these, right, that's right, yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah, I was finding, yeah. I was finding weird how big musicians in North America make it in Japan. Like Japan loves America. Like yeah, J- well, it depends, depends what artist. Like Japan loves Avril Lavigne, eh? Right, yeah, it all depends what artist. But yeah. you're right. There's yeah. So, so anyways, there's a lot of crazy guitarists in Japan. So yeah. So so uh, Yudo Mizawa. Miz- <laughs> anyways, that's awesome. The biggest thing though, I didn't tell or didn't mention yet. He's only eight yeah. years old. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, that's the most amazing yeah, part. That's... He was on Conan O'Brien. He was jamming with Max Weinberg Seven. Oh man! And I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like so, it was so. Uh, we'll, put up, we'll put up a link for <laughs> one of his YouTube videos. Not, was he like rock? He was like rocking out. Like he was like he was pretty. Like he wasn't like jumping around or anything. No, no, like I know. That. But like, what type of music was it? Like, yeah, it was like, like it was like rock and roll. Like, yeah, kind of classic. Rock I love and that roll. because like. You know, as much as as, as much as I, uh, you know, like seeing all like because I, you know, it's not the first time a little kid has come on yeah. that's like really good. Yeah. But like, screw like classical piano. Or yeah, like yeah, class. exactly. <laughs> I want exactly. to see an eight year old like completely rock out, exactly. completely rock out like exactly. that. So. And the yeah. second musician I want to mention is named Michel Lozier. He's, okay. Yeah, I saw him on David Letterman. Like, you know, I saw all these wicked musicians. That's interesting that, like, because usually, like, I can understand Conan, but Letterman yeah. and Leno usually don't find, like, people, like, that are but, discoverable. But Letterman always has, 
well, wait till you hear what I'm about to say about this guy. Oh, though. okay. He's 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 called he calls himself the master of the unusual. Oh, <laughs> and he plays like really weird like musicians. Like he played well, obviously he played like just little things like spoons. Yeah, right, like on his cheek and stuff okay. like that. But he rigged up this like huge. This like really big uh, guitar. It was like this really long string across the stage yeah. that it was hooked up to like a fan. Yeah. And he had like a he had like a paint roller, <laughs> and like and he played wipeout on it, and it was oh, really man. good. That is oh that that's it's, awesome. Is he on impressive. YouTube or anything? We'll find him on YouTube. That's we'll post the link. Nice. So check that out. All right. So that's nice. it. We're we're yeah. Any last things? We're really coming to a close here. But do you have any last things? Uh no. I think that's about it. Okay. So, so. that's it for us uh, on episode twelve of the ETC podcast. We really want to thank you guys for sticking with us and sticking and listening to to twelve a dozen episodes of us just yammering on really big <laughs> thanks to mike schmidt he's really cool about it again we're going yeah. to be playing one of his other tracks later on thank you uh, down the road and uh yeah stay tuned next week or next episode because <laughs> next episode we got some really good music coming up it's either going to be an interview with a guitarist or it's going to be one of my favorite bands uh we're going to play one of their tracks yeah so check that out that's it uh for the etc podcast if you have any questions or concerns email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com yeah we love those concerns or uh post the comments on the etc podcast.blog spot.com uh we want to thank you this is uh casey lee and sitting next to me as always is aaron zedenger see you later watch the olympics <laughs>